segment of the fantasy fanatics podcast i'm your host once again james and i'm joined once again by nate what's up man so all right let's just hop right into what we're going to be talking about today on big time basketball uh we're just going to recap uh some of the monday games in the nba uh then we'll head straight to the tuesday games uh some of them are still in progress while we're recording others have finished so we'll definitely take a look at those then we got some fantasy basketball pickups for you guys uh definitely some shallow and deep league pickups and then we'll just move right into uh, some nba on both standings talk, maybe some injury updates, uh, just whatever news is going on around the league. And then we'll close right up with a preview of Wednesday's games uh, and who we like, um, just looking at the early spreads for those games. Uh, so let's just hop right into the recap. Uh, starting with the Monday games, uh, we have Brooklyn beating the New York Knicks by a score of 114 to 112. So it was a close game, but um Brooklyn was able to pull it out. Uh, what do you think about this game? Um it was a very close game. Uh I guess I would say this isn't a bad loss by New York by any means. Um like I say this repeatedly like most teams can barely keep up with uh Brooklyn as it is and New York almost beat them so uh you can't really feel too bad about it as a Knicks fan I think. Yeah, and James Harden did get hurt in this game, which affected um, the score. It might have been a bigger lead for Brooklyn, but they were able to pull it out. Kyrie Irving, 40 points, two rebounds, seven assists. Big game for him. Uh, Jeff Green, 23 points, four rebounds, one assist. Um, Joe Harris, 16 points, eight rebounds, two assists, two steals for him. And Elise Johnson, uh, 12.7 rebounds, one assist. And uh, no other double-digit scoring uh, for this Brooklyn team. Um, I know they were missing Harden. I know they will be getting Kevin Durant back soon. Uh, so um, I just assume this Brooklyn team is just going to be moving um, full speed ahead, heading to the playoffs. Yeah, for sure. Like, even if um, KD wasn't coming back, um, there's no reason to think that the Nets would miss the playoffs at all. Yeah, and speaking of the playoffs, the Knicks still look pretty strong, um, uh, even though they are in the eighth seed as we speak. Um, they, they did play a pretty solid game here. Uh, just looking at uh, some of the stats here, RJ Barrett, 22 points, four rebounds. Uh, Julius Randle, 19 points, 15 rebounds, 12 assists, triple-double for him, really solid. Reggie Bullock, uh, 21 points, three rebounds, two assists. And Derrick Rose, 16 points, one rebound, three assists. Uh, he had a solid game as well. Um, so, yeah, what do you think um, this Knicks team is going to do, uh, I'd say, um, in the next uh, few weeks headed to the playoffs? Um, I think they might be able to make a surprising upset depending on who they face. Um, I guess if they end up facing, I guess, the Nets, that's kind of what it looks like right now. We might see kind of a close game. Maybe not an upset if it's against the Nets, but... Especially if they're I healthy, think, yeah. Yeah, if they're healthy, probably not, but I think they're going to push them farther than you'd expect. Oh, I definitely agree. This Knicks team is very good defensively. Um, and yeah, um, I guess speaking of 
pretty much playing good defense uh, in the fourth quarter. Moving on to the next game, we had uh, the Toronto Raptors beating the Washington Wizards by a score of 103 to 101. Uh, like I mentioned, they only allowed 15 points from the Wizards in the fourth quarter, and they scored 28 uh, to take the win. Um, just looking at some of the stats from the Raptors, Pascal Siakam, 22 points, five rebounds, three assists, two steals, one block, so a full line for him for fantasy. Um, got OG Ananobi, 14 points, six rebounds, two assists. DeAndre Bembry, uh, 15.7 rebounds, five assists. Gary Trent Jr., 16 points, two rebounds, two assists. And Malachi Flynn also had 16 points with six rebounds, four assists, four steals, and three blocks. Uh, he's looking really solid right now um, in a replacement role for the Raptors. Um, so I guess just looking at this game, I know it doesn't tell a lot, but I think being the teams that are underneath you is important uh, for the Raptors. Yeah, the worst thing that you want is that um, you're losing to teams that are lower than you, especially considering uh, the Raptors are expecting to make the playoffs somehow. So they're going to try to make one final push. And um, I guess we'll have to see what happens. I'm feeling a little um, skeptical, but yeah, we'll see. All right, just looking at some of the stats for the Wizards. Russell Westbrook, 23 points, 14 rebounds, 11 assists, triple-double for him. Um, David Bert Davis Bertans, uh, 17 points, five rebounds, two assists. Uh, Garrison Matthews, 17 points for him as well. Uh, Ish Smith, uh, 10 points, five rebounds, three assists. And Alex Len, 13 points and eight rebounds for him. Um, so I guess uh, Washington being without Bradley Beal just really hurt them in this game. Yeah, he's, I guess... He, he is uh, pretty much their best scorer outside of uh, Westbrook. So everyone else has had to try to step up, but it's hard to make just that final push without your best player. Yeah, speaking of a team that's really making a push uh, in the West, uh, Dallas Mavericks beat the Utah Jazz, a really surprising result. Uh, they won 111 to 103. Um, yeah, uh, Dallas played really well. Uh, Luka Doncic, uh, 31 points, 9 rebounds, 8 assists, so very close to a triple-double for him. Uh, Dorian Finney-Smith, uh, 23.6 rebounds, 4 assists. Jalen Brunson, 20 points, 4 rebounds, 3 assists. Josh Richardson, 17 points, 5 rebounds, 2 assists for him. And Tim Hardaway had 16 points, 5 rebounds, and 1 assist. Um, yeah, this Dallas team's looking really good, uh, even without Porzingis. Yeah, they're a really deep team, especially um, you see, I guess, guys like Jalen Brunson got 20 points and he normally plays off the bench. So a uh, very impressive job by the Mavericks. Yeah, just looking at some of the stats from Utah, uh, we got Rudy Gobert, 14, 15 and two for the double-double. Mike Conley, 28, three and seven, big game. Um, Donovan Mitchell, 16 points, five rebounds, four assists. And Bojan uh, Bogdanovic, um, 16 points, four rebounds for him. And Jordan Clarkson off the bench added 16 points and four rebounds for himself. So um, I feel like that this Utah team could have been better. And um, are, are they okay moving forward? Or do you think there's something that they, they really need to fix? I wouldn't say there's anything they need to fix just yet. Um it could have just been they weren't playing at their best. I noticed like some players, um, their field field goal percentage just wasn't there. So uh, pretty much if some players made, I guess, their field goals like they usually do, they 
uh, might have been able to make the game a lot closer. They might have been able to come away with the win. So I think for now, um, just, I guess, just take it as kind of like a bad game. Yeah, for sure. And uh, speaking of another upset, uh, we've got the Minnesota Timberwolves beating up on the Sacramento Kings, 116 to 106. A surprising win uh, for the Wolves. Um, they haven't gotten very many wins this season. Um, just looking at some of the stats, Carl Anthony Towns, 23 points, 15, 13 rebounds, five assists, two steals for him. So double-double there. Anthony Edwards, 19 points, eight rebounds, five assists, and two steals for him. D'Angelo Russell in his return, 25 points, five rebounds, three assists. And Joancho uh, Hernan Gomez, uh, 17 points, nine rebounds, one assist. Uh, so this Wolves team looked really strong in this game. Uh, do you think they can win some games going forward? Um, I think there are some upsets that could definitely happen. I mean, like on paper, you have like D'Angelo Russell, Ricky Rubio is good at assist, Anthony Edwards, Carl Anthony Towns. Like these are players that um, they're they're all good players. So I think especially between teams that are kind of they're a little bit. Um, higher ranked in the standings you can definitely see some upsets from them yeah for sure and just looking at the king's stats uh De'Aaron fox 31 points six rebounds nine assists two steals for him uh harrison barnes 21 points two rebounds four assists buddy heel 18.7 rebounds three assists two steals one block so a full line for him and uh rishon holmes uh, 11.6 rebounds two assists and uh, Tyrese Halliburton adding uh, nine points, two rebounds, seven assists, two steals, and two blocks. So a pretty good line from him also. And yeah, this Kings team, uh, like we mentioned, outside of their main scores, uh, they they really didn't have any secondary double-digit scoring off the bench. Yeah, I think this is something that they're going to have to continue to address going forward. They did get Terrence Davis off the Raptors, but... Um, I guess Terrence Davis didn't have his uh, best game. I guess he's still learning um, the Sacramento Kings system. So we'll have to um, see how things go forward. Yeah, for sure. And um, just looking at the next game, the Detroit Pistons beat up on the OKC Thunder, uh, 132 to 108. Uh, some stats from this game, uh, Jeremy Grant, uh, 21 points, five rebounds, five assists for him. Josh Jackson, 14 points, five rebounds, two assists. Um, Sadiq Bey, 10 points, three rebounds for him. And Isaiah Stewart, 12 points and six rebounds. So um, some really solid play um, from guys on the Pistons. And I mean, the Pistons have been playing better as of late. Yeah, for sure. Um, they're make, making a lot of good games. I mean, 32 to 100, 132 to 108. That's a really impressive game. Yeah, for sure. And looking at OKC, uh, Alexei uh, Pokusevsky, uh, 19 points, four rebounds for him. Um, Savi Mikaliuk, uh, 17 points, three rebounds, two assists, four steals for him. So big game. Theo Maladin, uh, 14.6 rebounds, one assist. Um, and uh, Moses Brown added 11 points to go with five rebounds. Um, and then Ty Jerome added uh, 10 points, three rebounds, five assists. So, uh, I mean, uh, OKC, um, it's not like they played bad, but I guess uh, without uh, Shy in the lineup, uh, they just really didn't have, um, they, they couldn't really do much in this game. 
Yeah, it's pretty tough without um, somebody uh, like Shai Gilgis Alexander um, playing for you. And the Pistons, they're a pretty solid defensive team as well. So that doesn't help either. Yeah. And um, speaking of a team that has not been playing very well defensively, the San Antonio Spurs lose to the Cleveland Cavaliers by a score of 125 to 101. Um, just looking at some of the stats for Cleveland. Uh, Darius Garland, 37 points, one rebound, two assists, two steals. Big game for Garland. Colin Sexton, 22 points, three rebounds, five assists. Um, yeah, uh, those two really dominated. Uh, let me just see uh, here. Um, Isaiah uh, Hartenstein um, had 16 points, 12 rebounds, three assists. Um, big double-double for him. Uh, Torian Prince, uh, 14.7 rebounds, two assists. Um, yeah, there was a lot of scoring. Uh, from this Cleveland team. And um, do you think that this was just uh, a game where the, the Spurs just weren't playing well defensively, or do you think uh, Cleveland can do this going forward? Um, I think uh, Cleveland will, I guess, uh, give like a good fight to some teams. I'm not sure if they'll be able to uh, win by margins like this going forward, but I guess for San Antonio, their defense hasn't been the best either. So that probably contributed to this. Yeah. And I mean, Cleveland didn't even have Jared Allen or Larry Nance. So, I mean, when they get those two back, I feel like they'll, they'll have a really nice team. You know, you got the two stars at the point guard in the shooting guard position. And then, I mean, then you have those two bigs there. Uh, I mean, to go along with someone like Kevin Love as well, um, I know that we didn't really mention him. He had nine points, eight rebounds, and three assists. I guess he's still adjusting uh, coming off that injury. But, yeah, Cleveland's going to have a solid starting five going into next season, the way it's projecting. Yeah, I mean, they did have um, a pretty good start to the season, but I guess just kind of um, the end of the season has been pretty rough for them. So I think next season we might see some improvement. Yeah, for sure. And just looking at the Spurs, uh, DeMar DeRozan, 20 points, four rebounds, two assists. Kellen Johnson, 13 points, 10 rebounds, one assist. Derek White, 13 points, three re rebounds, six assists. And then Rudy Gay uh, with 13 points, two rebounds, and one assist. No other double-digit scoring uh, on the team. Um, yeah, this was pretty a pretty embarrassing loss for the Spurs, who've now dropped to ninth in the East. Yeah, very unfortunate. Um, they're still at um, 500, so at least there's that, but uh, you can't keep having losses like this. Yeah, you're not making the playoffs in the West with a 500 record, so they definitely need to improve on that going forward. Um, and yeah, speaking of a team that's rolling in the West, uh, Phoenix Suns beat the Houston Rockets 133 to 130. So this game was closer than most people expected, but Phoenix did still come out with the win. Devin Booker, 36 points, six rebounds, six assists. Uh, DeAndre Ayton, 27 points, 11 rebounds, one assist, double double. Cal Bridges, 20 points, one rebound, three assists, two steals, and one block. So a good line for him. Um, Chris Paul, 19 points, five rebounds, 11 assists, four steals. So a good double double there. And Jay Crowder uh, added 11 points, three rebounds, and three assists. Um, yeah, this Phoenix team was rolling. Um, do you think that they need to play? better defense because um, clearly the offense was working. I mean, probably, I guess it'd be, I guess they were kind of relying on being able to kind of just 
outpace the Rockets, which it, it did work in the end, but um, you would uh, you would ideally want to be able to have a high score without the other team having a high score as well. Yeah, and just looking at some of the scores from the Rockets, uh, Christian Wood, 23 points, three rebounds for him. Kevin Porter Jr., 20 points, nine rebounds, eight assists. Sterling Brown, 16 points, three rebounds, two assists. Kelly Olenek, 21 points, four rebounds, one assist. Jay Sean Tate, 18 points, seven rebounds, five assists. Um, and Kenyon Martin Jr., 13 points, three rebounds, and three assists. So uh, a lot of good games there for Rockets players. Yeah, for sure. I'd say that, like, yeah, they, they did lose, but I think um, this is probably one of their better games, even though they came up a little bit short. Um, it looks like the trades that they made um, did work out. So I think we're probably going to have to see how they do going forward. Yeah, for sure. And just moving on to some of the Tuesday games that have finished up. Uh, the Chicago Bulls beating the Indiana Pacers by a score of 113 to 97. Uh, big game uh, here for the Bulls. Nikola Vucevic, 32 points, 17 rebounds, five assists. So double-double there for him. Uh, Zach Levine, 19 points, eight rebounds, six assists. Uh, then you got Laurie Markkinen in there with uh, 15.6 rebounds. Kobe White, 13 points, three rebounds, six assists. And Patrick Williams, 10 points, three rebounds, two assists. Thaddeus Young with 14.7 rebounds and five assists. So lots of scoring here. Uh, for this Bulls team, um, they just really look like they're rounding into form. Yeah, for sure. It looks like um, they finally adjusted and they're against a team that's just over them. So uh, getting a win like this is very important. Yeah, for sure. Um, just looking at some of the stats from Indiana, they were missing uh, guys like Sabonis and Brogdon in this game. Um, just, just looking at some of the stats here, Karis LeVert, 20 Point six rebounds, five assists. Uh, Edmund Sumner, uh, 15 points, one rebound, one assist, two steals. Jeremy Lamb, 15 points, six rebounds, one assist, six steals, and one block. So if you have Jeremy Lamb, you got a boatload of steals tonight in fantasy. Miles um, Turner, 10 points, four rebounds. And Doug McDermott, 11 points, two rebounds, and one assist. Um, I think this Pacers team really needs a bonus back. They're just a different team without him. Yeah, it's kind of what what it looks like. I mean, the Pacers are a fairly deep team, but without your two best players playing, it's kind of tough, especially against this Chicago Bulls team. Yeah. Um, speaking of a team in the East that's been on fire, the Atlanta Hawks have now moved into fourth in the Eastern Conference. They're really playing really solid basketball right now. Um, they beat the New Orleans Pelicans uh, by a score of 123 to 107. Uh, just looking at some of the stats for the Hawks. Uh, we got uh, Trey Young, 30 points, one rebound, 12 assists, double-double. Uh, we got uh, Bogdan Bogdanovich, uh, 21 points, four rebounds, four assists. Kevin Herter, uh, 17 points, three rebounds, two assists. Clint Capella, 12, 12, and one for the double-double. And then Danilo Gallinari, 14 points, one rebound. And Lou Williams, 12 points, three rebounds, two assists, and two steals. So good fantasy line for Lou Williams. And yeah, Atlanta's been so hot right now. Yeah, it looks like they've been kind of spreading spreading the wealth. A lot of players have a lot of uh, really good stat lines. So, again, very good job by Atlanta. 
Yeah, for sure. And just looking at the Pelicans, they were without Brandon Ingram in this game. Uh, Zion Williamson, 34 points, five rebounds, two assists. Uh, Eric Bledsoe, 14 points, two rebounds, four assists. Lonzo Ball, 12 points, nine rebounds, 11 assists. He got a double-double, almost a triple-double there. Isaiah Thomas, 10 points, two rebounds, two assists. And Jackson Hayes, 11.7 rebounds and one assist. Um yeah, um, I really think that this Pelicans team is a good team, but missing Brandon Ingram is a big loss for them. Yeah, for sure. I mean, uh, you do have uh, guys like Isaiah Thomas, who's he uh, really stepped up this game. Um, I think he's trying to kind of prove himself because he does have, I think it's a 10-day contract. So um, hopefully if he keeps uh, up, uh, playing um, well, then um, he'll be able to get a spot and kind of help the Pelicans out. But I guess this game, they it just wasn't enough. Yeah, I totally agree with you. And speaking of a team that just didn't score enough, uh, the Boston Celtics lose to the Philadelphia 76ers by a score of 106 to 96. Um, Joel Embiid just took over this game, 35 points, six rebounds, one assist. Danny Green was in there with 17 points, two rebounds, one assist, two steals. Tobias Harris, 10 points, eight rebounds, four assists, two steals, one block. So a full line for Harris. Ben Simmons, 12 points, uh, four rebounds, six assists, three steals. Um, And yeah, I mean, this Philly team, they just pretty much dominated uh, most of this game. Um, They pretty much uh, outscored Boston in every quarter except for the fourth. Um, So I guess Philly just really looks like the best team in the East with uh, Joel Embiid. Um, I know we'll definitely have to see with the Nets getting some of their players back from injury, but as of right now, Philly sits first in the East. Yeah, it's going to be really hard to see who can uh, beat the 76ers right now. Yeah, and um, I know that uh, we previously said that the New York Knicks were – in eighth in the east but now with that loss they move up to seventh and boston now drops uh to eighth in the east um just looking at some of boston stats from this game uh jason tatum 20 points four rebounds four assists jalen brown 17 points three rebounds marcus smart 14 points one rebound three assists kemba walker 14 points three rebounds six assists and then other than that no double digit scoring um for the celtics so I mean, should we be worried about the Celtics team? I mean, they're they're under 500 now, and they they were starting to get back into form, but now it really looks like they they can't really seem to win consistently. I think this is, uh, I guess, a time to kind of start to be um, worried because um, last year they were a solid um, playoff team. They made it really far right to the conference finals, and now they're like barely making it. Yeah, and um, it's going to definitely be really tough for Boston to get in. Another team that's going to be tough uh, for them to get in is the Toronto Raptors. We talked about them trying to win moving forward. Uh, They couldn't do it against a Lakers team that was without Anthony Davis, LeBron James, and Andre Drummond. Um, This Lakers team took it 110 to 101. Just looking at some of their stats, Markeith Morris, 15 points, nine rebounds, one assist. Taylor Horton Tucker, uh, 17 points, four rebounds, six assists. Um, Catavius Caldwell-Pope, 13 points, three rebounds, three assists. Marcus Gasol, 13 points, nine rebounds, five assists. 
Alex Caruso, 13 points, five rebounds, four assists, two steals for him. Dennis Schroeder, 12 points, two rebounds, nine assists, two steals. I mean, there were just a lot of double-digit scorers on this team, um, even though um, Harrell did get ejected in this game along with uh, Raptors player OG Ananobi. Uh, the Lakers just took care of business. Yeah, especially a really good game by Alex Caruso. Um, he's really um, stepped up, and he's been slowly improving this week, and it'll be interesting to see what he um, does at the end of the week. Yeah, for sure. And just looking at the Raptors scoring, Pascal Siakam, again, the highest scorer on this team, 27.7 rebounds, two assists and two steals. Chris Boucher, 19.8 rebounds, one assist. Uh, Gary Trent Jr., 11 points, three rebounds, two assists. DeAndre Bembry, uh, 12 points, five rebounds, three assists and five steals. So good fantasy line for him. And Malachi Flynn adding 11 points, eight rebounds, four assists and two steals. Um yeah, this Raptors team, they've just been struggling against teams that, I mean, last year they would have beat. I know they said Lakers snapped in a, a seven-year streak against the Raptors. So the Raptors never really had trouble with the Lakers. I, I'm just surprised that they're losing to a lot of these teams. Yeah, I know um, the Raptors are without Kyle Lowry and Fred Van Fleet for now. I'm not sure if it's the, due to injury or not, but... Even so, um, the Lakers are without AD and LeBron. And if the Raptors really believe they can make it to the playoffs, they have to be able to win games like this. Yeah, absolutely. And speaking of a team that just really couldn't win a clutch game, the Miami Heat losing to the Memphis Grizzlies 124-112. to 112. Um, I really thought Miami would be able to take this game, but clearly not. Uh, just looking at some of the Grizzlies stats, Dylan Brooks, 28 points, one rebound, two assists, two steals for him. Um, Jonas Valanciunas, uh, 20 points, 10 rebounds um, for the double-double. Uh, Desmond Bain, 15 points, 3 rebounds, 3 assists, 2 steals for him. Xavier Tillman, 11.6 rebounds. Kyle Anderson, 19 points, 8 rebounds, 6 assists. And John Morant, 10 points, 4 rebounds, and 4 assists for him. Um, Memphis has been playing really solid. They're now in the 8th spot there in the East, or sorry, in the West. Yeah, very impressive job by the Memphis Grizzlies. Yeah, and just looking at this Miami Heat team and their scoring, Bam Adebayo, 18 points, 10 rebounds, 10 assists, 3 steals for the triple-double. Jimmy Butler, eight, uh, 28 points, 3 rebounds, 5 assists, 2 steals for him. Victor Oladipo, 16 points, 6 rebounds, 2 assists. And Tyler Hero, uh, 19 points, 2 rebounds, 4 assists. Duncan Robinson adding 14 points and 4 rebounds. Um, yeah, Miami... They just couldn't get it done. Yeah, uh, really unfortunate, especially because uh, Bam had a really good stat line. Jimmy Butler had a really good stat stat line. Um, they just kind of uh, came up short. Yeah, they clearly did. Um, speaking of another team that came up quite a ways short, um, Detroit Pistons losing to the Denver Nuggets, one thirty four to one nineteen. Um, just looking at uh, some of the stats here for Denver, um, Nikola Jokic, uh, 27 points, 8 rebounds, 11 assists, double-double for him. Michael Porter Jr., 25.7 rebounds. Will Barton, 24.6 rebounds, 4 assists, 2 steals for him. Uh, Monte Morris, 10 points, 2 rebounds, 4 assists. Paul Millsap, 12 points, 5 rebounds, and 2 assists uh, for him. And, I mean, this Nuggets team, they've been looking really strong as of late. 
Yeah, for sure. Um, their team is also pretty deep, and uh, Nikola Jokic is just he. This is like a really amazing season for him. Speaking of a, a player who's had who's also had an amazing season, it looks like Jeremy Grant is really the superstar on this Detroit team. He added 29 points, five rebounds, four assists. Sadiq Bay, 25 points and one assist for him. And those are the only two double-digit scorers uh, for this um, Pistons team. So um, actually, uh, sorry, I lied. It, Frank Jackson here, 11 points and one rebound. I didn't see that. But yeah, three double-digit scores is definitely a concern. Yeah, I think they're probably going to have to increase their scoring, I guess, uh, for other players going forward. Yeah, for sure. I can definitely agree with that. And uh, there are a few games here in progress, a couple here actually. Uh, Golden State um, is up on the Milwaukee Bucks at halftime. And the LA Clippers are up on the Portland Trail Blazers at halftime. So definitely we won't be uh, recapping those games, but we'll just let you know where they're at at the time of recording. Uh, so let's just hop into some fantasy basketball pickups. I know you've definitely got uh, some you want to share. So maybe give us three, then I'll give three of mine, then you can finish up yours and then I'll finish up mine. How's that? Yeah, sure. Um, I guess I'll start with uh, Lou Williams for the Atlanta Hawks. Um, he's uh, recently been playing really well. Um, so far for the season, he's averaging 12 points, two rebounds, 3.5 assists. And in his last game, he had two, two threes, 12 points, three rebounds, two assists, two steals. Um, he is 46% rostered. So most likely he's going to be 50% uh, owned if uh, not by the end of this week, then next week. So um, if you really need a point guard or a shooting guard off the waiver, uh, definitely pick him up before he's no longer available on the waiver. And I guess uh, next I have more of a deep league pickup, but he might have an increase in uh, ownership. Dorian Finney-Smith for the Dallas Mavericks. Um, for the season, he's averaging 8.9 points, 5.3 rebounds, and... 1.6 assists. Um, he gets a lot of minutes. He's been getting a lot of points recently, gets a decent amount of rebounds, decent amount of assists. He can basically um, I get, get, I guess, a lot of coverage in different categories, and he gets a lot of minutes as well. So if you need a small forward or a power forward, um, off the waiver, you should definitely take a look at him, especially if you're in a deep league. And I guess third, I have um, Bobby Portis for the Milwaukee Bucks. Um, for the season, he's averaging 11 points, 6.8 rebounds, and one assist. Um, he is coming back, I think, off uh, health and safety protocol. So um, most likely his ownership is going to go up by a lot. Against the Sacramento game, he did have 18 points, six rebounds. So um, you can expect double digits in points. You can expect a lot of rebounds from him. So if you need a power forward or a center off the waiver, you should definitely pick him up, especially because centers are very thin this season. And those are three of my guys. 
Yeah, for sure. Um, just looking at a few of my guys. Uh, Thomas Sanaransky from the Chicago Bulls. He can play both guard positions. He's around uh, 35% rostered in Yahoo leagues. He's been added around 15% in the last week. And in that week, he's averaged 12 points, uh, three rebounds, seven assists, uh, one and a half steals. He's been perfect on the free throw and almost 0.600 on the field goal. So he's been really solid in almost every category. Definitely a must add in deep leagues, in shallow leagues. You can definitely take a look at him um, if he's available in your league. Um, another pickup I have is Jalen Brunson. I know you've been talking about him the past couple of weeks. He's around 30% rostered. He's been added over 10% in the last week. Definitely go pick him up. Um, in his past four games, he's averaged around 20 points. He's averaged around four rebounds. He's averaged around three assists. Um, he's added three steals in those four games. And he's turned the ball over once on average in each one of those games. So really solid. He's had a perfect free throw in those uh, four uh, games, uh, except for the last one. And um, his field goal percentage is around 0.600. So definitely someone to add. Um, once again, if you need a player at either of the guard positions, you can play both. Um, and then um, I have a power forward here, Jaden McDaniels from the Timberwolves, around 35% rostered in Yahoo leagues. Um, he's just been uh, really solid. I know in his pre in his last game, he, he got into foul trouble. But before that, he was playing really solid, averaging close to 15 points, close to five rebounds, around three assists, um, adding steals and blocks here and there. He's been uh, perfect on the free throw. Um, and his shooting percentage, um, I mean, it's, it has been close to 0.500, so he has been pretty good there. Um, definitely keep an eye on him. Um, I think deep leagues, he's a must-add. In shallow leagues, definitely uh, maybe put him on a watch list or something. But, yeah, those are three of my pickups so far. For sure, especially Jalen Brunson. I don't know why people aren't picking him up. Yeah, definitely a must-add right now. He's playing really well. Yeah, we need to start a new hashtag, Jalen50. Yeah, get him up there. He's around, uh, what did I say, around 30% rostered? Yeah, get him up there. If he keeps playing like this, the way he's been playing, yeah, I mean, averaging around 20 points a game is nothing too shabby, you know? And he's been playing like this all season. I remember seeing him on the waiver, and I was wondering, like, why are people not picking him up? And he's still been playing like this. I'd say in the last 10-game stretch, he's been close to a 20-point player. I know before then he was a single-digit guy, but definitely the way he's playing now, he's a must-add. Yeah, for sure. And I guess I'll go into uh, my last three guys. So uh, first is a really deep league pickup, Alex Len for the Washington Wizards. Um, his, for the season, he is averaging 6.6 .6 points, 3.7 rebounds, and almost one assist. Um, he is on the Wizards, so uh, they have been taking a lot of losses, but he has um, stepped up in his uh role recently i think in his last game against toronto even though they lost um he still got 13 points and eight rebounds and um against detroit he got 14 points and five rebounds and something to kind of keep in mind is that he is going to have an uptick in uh, minutes because i think robin lopez is hurt so um there's a chance there's a chance that uh we might see kind of an, an increase, I think, this week for Alex Len. And he, the Washington Wizards do have a tough schedule for them, but um, he has still been able to get 
um, I guess, de a decent amount of points and a decent amount of rebounds, even against uh, tougher teams. So if you're in a deep league and um, your league is especially, um, I guess, starved, starved for um, centers, you should definitely take a look at Alex Len. And I guess uh, next I have Doug McDermott for the Indiana Pacers. Um, he's averaging 13.3 points, 3.7 rebounds, and 1.4 assists for the season. Um, he's, I guess, a guy who's, I think if you're in a deep league, you should definitely take a look at him because he shoots a lot of threes. He gets double digits and points, gets a decent amount of assists and st steals. He gets an okay amount of rebounds, but he's a shooter for the most part, but he shoots the ball really well. So, um, if you need a small forward or a power forward who can shoot, you should definitely take him. And I guess my last guy is going to be. Ty Jerome for OKC. Um, he's averaging 9.4 points, 3.1 rebounds, and 3.6 assists for the season. Um, it's another deep league pickup, but he's been playing really solid, gets a lot of assists. He does get some steals sometimes. He gets a decent amount of rebounds for a guard. He gets um, really good minutes. Um, for his field goal, if his field goal is above... Um, 40%, then he's probably going to have double digits and points as well. So that's something to also, I guess, keep in mind for Ty Jerome. And yeah, those are my last three. All right. Sounds good. I have a couple more. Um, I'll start with Marcus Morris from the Clippers. Uh, he's close to 30% rostered in Yahoo League. He's been added around 5% in the last week. Um, in his previous three games uh, before Tuesday night, uh, he had over 20 points in two of them. Um, he's been averaging around five rebounds. Um, he has averaged around an assist per game. Um, and then um, he doesn't get too many steals or blocks, so he's more of a points and rebound specialist. Uh, he's been perfect on the free throw um, in those games. And um, his field goal uh, has been around 0.500, uh, so pretty solid. Definitely someone to go pick up um, as he can play both power forward and center. Um, and then just one more power forward and center. Uh, I've got James Johnson uh, for the New Orleans Pelicans. Um, he's been playing really solid as of late. In his past four games, he's averaged around 15 points, around five rebounds, around three assists. Um, he's had a, about a steal per game in that four-game stretch. Uh, he's averaged around two blocks per game. Um, I know he hasn't always been solid from the free throw, but he was perfect in two of those games. And his field goals around 0.600 or very close to it. So definitely uh, someone you can add maybe in shallow leagues and then maybe for deep leagues, um, you can put him on a watch list. Or sorry, uh, he's a good ad for deep leagues. And then maybe for shallow leagues, you can put him on some sort of a watch list as he's around 30% rostered in Yahoo leagues. So yeah, that's the end of my pickups. And um, let's just move on uh, into some NBA uh, talk. We'll look at some standings and we'll talk about some of the teams here. I know um, in the East, uh, like we said, Philadelphia is first. Uh, they do have the same record as Brooklyn with a 35 and 16 record. I believe that um, Philadelphia is ahead, most likely uh, because of their differential is a little bit better. Um, and then um, I know you wanted to talk about sort of James Harden's injury and I guess how that's impacting Brooklyn going forward. Yeah, I think they're still a top three team. They still have Katie and they still have Kyrie. Um, they are still arguably the deepest team in the league. So 
I think in terms of are they going to be in the playoffs? Definitely. Are they going to be in the top top three? Most likely. But I think、uh, in terms of、uh, will they finish at the one? I think Seventy Sixers might have a chance to kind of、um, overtake that spot.、Um, depends on,、um, I guess, what they say about、uh, James Harden's hamstring injury. I think they're gonna, I guess,、uh, reevaluate it in ten days, and then we'll have to kind of see from there. Yeah, for sure, and.、Um... Yeah,、um, it is possible that they still finish at the one seed because Kevin Durant should be coming back pretty soon.、Um, just looking at the three, of course, we got Milwaukee there.、Uh, they've been pretty solid all year,、uh, and then from fourth to eighth, so the, the solid playoff spots as of right now, we got Atlanta at fourth, Charlotte at fifth, Miami at sixth,、uh, the New York Knicks at seventh, and Boston at eighth. And then with the two play-in spots, we have Indiana at ninth and Chicago at tenth.、Um, With the Raptors, I believe,、um, one or two games behind that Chicago team. So,、um, yeah, definitely,、um, Toronto's going to have a hard time、um, passing the Bulls. Yeah, it's going to be really tough, especially、um, with I guess Fusevic、um, being on the team now, and they have Zach Levine, they have Laurie Markkinen. Like I think on on paper, I think the Bulls they could actually even get a A higher spot than what they have now, and for the Raptors, I'm not sure if they'll be able to kind of overtake them. In terms of schedule,、um, there it is possible that they'll be able to get the play-in spot, but we'll have to see. Yeah, and then I think teams below the Raptors are pretty much out of it at this point. Yeah, I think for teams below the Raptors, it's just kind of. Trying to figure out the fit of the team, see what works, what doesn't.、Uh, try to play spoiler for some teams and see what happens. Yeah, for sure. And、um, taking a look at the Western Conference, we got the Utah Jazz still in first place with thirty-eight and twelve record.、Uh, we got the Phoenix Suns there in second, thirty-five and fourteen. Then you got the Clippers at third, thirty-three and eighteen. Denver in there at four, thirty-one and eighteen. Then the Lakers have dropped a little bit. I know they're at fifth now, thirty-two and nineteen record. Then you got Portland behind them in sixth、uh, with a thirty and nineteen record.、Um, then you got Dallas at seventh there,、uh, Memphis at eight, San Antonio at ninth, and Golden State at tenth. Uh, they actually have a losing record now of twenty-three and twenty-seven. Got the Pelicans knocking on the door at eleventh. Um, with、uh, just a game behind, and Sacramento with a game and a half behind, they're in twelfth, and I think pretty much the teams below them are pretty much out of it at this point. Yeah, kind of similar story to to the East. If you're below the Pelicans, I mean, maybe the Kings could below Sacramento. I think, yeah, yeah, below Sacramento. Yeah. I think、uh, they're out of it, but I think if Sacramento can go on a winning、uh, string, they can definitely、uh, get into one of those two play-in spots. Yeah, I mean Sacramento has done it before earlier in the season where they get upsets against teams where you wouldn't expect. So it might happen. Yeah, for sure.、Um, and yeah,、um, that's just a general look at what's going on、uh, in both conferences.、Uh, we won't dive too deep into it, but now let's just move on to the preview of for Wednesday's game slate, and let's just talk about、um, you know maybe who we we might think.、Uh, Could win these games.、Um, just taking a look at some of the opening spreads for games.、Uh, we have the Washington Wizards at the Orlando Magic.、Uh, the Wizards open up as a two point five point favorite.、Uh, 
Um, do you like the Wizards uh, to win this game? Um, and, or do, do you like Orlando? And if the Wizards do win, will they cover two and a half points? Uh, this one's going to be really tricky. I think it's going to depend on whether Bradley Beal is playing, not not because the Wizards aren't, I guess, better per se, but the Magic have, um, they've been pretty hot, I think, this week. And they've been able to beat uh, teams that are way better than them, teams that you would think on paper, there's no way they're going to uh, they're gonna cover and then they end up covering. So I would say that if uh, Bradley Beal isn't playing, then there's a chance that the Magic could cover. Yeah, for sure. Um, and then looking at the next game, um, it's the Minnesota Timberwolves at the Indiana Pacers. The Pacers are uh, favored at minus two and a half as well. Um, I don't know. I'm liking the Pacers of if Sabonis is playing. If Sabonis doesn't play, do you think they can still beat the Timberwolves? Um, it's going to be pretty tough. The Pacers are pretty deep, though. So um, I think we're going to have to kind of see, but it's going to be really tough without um, Brogdon and Sabonis. For sure. And then just moving on to the Celtics and the Knicks. Celtics are home for this game. They're uh, three-point favorites in this game. Um, I think it's uh, pretty much a bounce-back game for both teams. Uh, who do you like here? Um, I think it's a bit of a toss-up. Uh, they have uh, very similar records. Um, Jason Tatum is, I guess, the best scorer overall and over the two teams but Julius Randle is also really good uh I think the Knicks are have an advantage in terms of rebounds so um if we see a really good rebounding game by Randle they could end up beating the Celtics but we'll have to see all right and I'm um, just moving on to the Brooklyn um, Pelicans game um Brooklyn Nets are home and they are uh, favored by 10 and a half points um, if Ingram doesn't play, uh, do you think the Nets cover? And if Ingram plays, do you think the Pelicans can cover? Um, I think I would still take the Nets either way. The Nets are just way too deep. I think Kevin Durant, there's a possibility he might come back for this game as well. And that would definitely, um, I think, put me on the side of the Brooklyn Nets. Um, but yeah, just looking at the next game, uh, we have the Charlotte Hornets at the OKC Thunder. Um, the spread is now minus uh, four and a half for the Hornets. Uh, do you think the Hornets can cover that spread or do you think the Thunder have a chance to maybe make it close? Um, I think it depends if Shy Gilgis Alexander is playing. I think um, if he's out, then I think I would take the Hornets on this. Yeah, I think I would as well. Um, and just looking at the next game, we have the Dallas Mavericks against the Houston Rockets. The Mavericks are 11-point favorites in this game. Um, the Mavericks have been playing really well. Uh, do you think they can cover uh, 11 points against this Rockets team? Um, honestly, I'm not really sure because the Rockets were able to keep pace with the Suns. Um, I think they're going to need Porzingis in if they have a chance of doing that. All right, and then just looking at the next game, we have the Memphis Grizzlies at the Atlanta Hawks. Uh, the Hawks are three-point favorites in this game. Um, actually, they're now two-point favorites in this game. The line has definitely moved a little bit closer. Um, I like the Hawks here. Uh, who do you like in this game? 
Um, for me, this is like kind of a toss up. I think in terms of just pure points, uh, if you're looking at that, the Hawks definitely have an advantage. Um, in terms of like rebounds, assists, steals, um, the Grizzlies have an advantage. So the Grizzlies are going to have to play a really good defensive game in order to beat the Hawks. But if you're looking at offense, then the Hawks have the advantage for that. Yeah, for sure. I can definitely agree. Um, and then looking at the next game, we have the Spurs at the Denver Nuggets. Uh, Nuggets have a six and a half uh, point advantage um, in this game, uh, just looking at the spread. And um, I like the Nuggets here as a Spurs fan. They just haven't been able to cover consistently. Uh, who do you like to cover in this game? Um, I, I still think um, the Nuggets could uh, cover against the Spurs. Um, the Spurs just haven't been playing playing well. Um, I don't know if they'll be able to bounce back against the Nuggets on this. Yeah, I think I can agree with that. And then just looking at the last game on the slate, the Utah Jazz at the Phoenix Suns, first seed against second seed in the West. Uh, the Jazz, of course, are favored at two points, but that's a pretty uh, tight uh, margin for the spread. So it's pretty much win or go home. So um, pick a team. Which one do you think will win? That's going to be really tough. Um, I think that I guess I'll have to pick the Jazz on this. Yeah, um, I like Utah as well, but Phoenix has been playing really well. Um, it's definitely going to be a toss-up for sure. Um, but yeah, um, that's the whole point of why we watch the games. Um, they're very exciting, uh, tight games. Um and yeah, um, that's going to be an exciting one. So um, that's the end of our preview and of this episode of Big Time Basketball. Uh, Nate, thanks for your time once again. Um, if you're looking for um, picks on, on any of the games for NBA or NHL, definitely check us out on Twitter and on Instagram at Fan Fan Podcast. We'll also be posting the pickups from this uh, podcast episode on there. So if you need pickups, uh, definitely check those out. Um, make sure that you uh, subscribe to YouTube. Um, you can listen to us on Spotify also, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts. So definitely check us out there. And um, Nate, thanks again. And we'll talk to you guys on the next episode.